0: Just One More with Joanna and Daphne, a fitness and nutrition podcast for normal people who want to be more awesome. If you have trouble deciding between Just One More Cupcake and Just One More Kettlebell Swing, this is the podcast for you. I'm Joanna Shaw-Flam. I'm an actor, a comedian, and a normal person. And I'm Daphne Yang. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition counselor, and the creator of Hit It!, New York's ultimate high-intensity interval training workout. Before we begin, remember to talk to your doctor or medical practitioner before starting any workout or nutrition plan. Um, If you like the podcast and you want to hear more from us, join us on Patreon. Uh, We have um, some fabulous patrons who have joined us already. You can do that for as little as a dollar a month, and it helps us... Um, keep the podcast going and hopefully do more cool things in the future um, So you can find out more about that you can go to just one more and click become a patron at the top of the page um, That's all I have to say about that. Thanks patrons. You're the best. You guys are rock stars um, Today we are going to talk about a phrase that I have to admit So I've been hosting this podcast <laughs> for three years. I have run five half marathons I've heard the phrase IT band countless times and I could not tell you what it is or why it matters. So this podcast is really about, this episode is about me uh, recovering from my ignorance and finally figuring out what people are talking about when they talk about the IT band. So Daphne are you going to save me from my ignorance?
1: <laughs> Joanna, I will drop some major knowledge bombs. On Great, you. thank and you. You are not ignorant. You know so much. You yeah. really do.
0: But it is but, always amazing, like the things we cover
1: up not knowing about. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> like, I, I think there are certain terms in the wonderful world of fitness, uh, mainly like muscle groups and just common phrases that are used all the time, and people don't exactly know what they are. Right. So the ones being, like, IT band first is one of them. A strain, a sprain, like, a pull. Like, people don't exactly know the the function of each one. Um, people will think it means something, and whereas it actually means something very different. Like, example, a sprain and a strain are very different. Joanna, do you remember which one's which?
0: Um... No.
1: <laughs> That's okay. I didn't mean to spring that upon That's you. That's okay. This is not a pop quiz. A sprain is the ligaments. A sprain is the Strain ligaments. Strain is muscles or tendons. Anywho, so the IT band is something that people talk about all the time.
0: I think part of why these, this confusion about terms happens is because people hurt themselves and then instead of going to the doctor or the physical therapist, they just Google some stuff on the internet or listen to their random friend, Ray, who like, not to insult people named Ray, we know great people named Ray. We actually know a physical
1: therapist named Ray. They didn't talk to physical therapist
0: Ray, they talked to like their random neighbor uh, who was like, blah, 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 IT band, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that must be my problem and ignore.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like they talk to their friend who just happens to be kind of passionate about muscles and then that friend tells them what to do Um, leave it to to the professionals people yeah so IT band is a term that gets used all the time so in my race coaching days I think I spoke about it probably 18 times a day (laughs) the IT band the IT band it's spoken about it's written about but no one actually knows what it actually is So I always try to explain it whenever I tell people how to foam roll their IT band. Um, However, I find oftentimes people, not everyone does, like not everyone explains it when they do tell their clients or their students what it is they're stretching or what it is they're foam rolling. So I'm really excited to lift the veil of what the IT band is and what its functions are and also how we can keep it super happy and super healthy and feeling really great so that we don't feel any pain
0: in our hips and in our knees. Awesome. Well, I like that goal. So what is the IT band?
1: The IT band stands for the iliotibial
0: band. Iliotibial. Yeah, tibial. Iliotibial. And um, that clues me that it's in the leg.
1: Yeah, because of the tibia. And the tibia is the bone. Uh, So the iliotibial band. It's a very strong, thick band of fibrous tissue that runs along the outside of the leg. So it starts at the hip and runs along the outer thigh and attaches on the outside edge of your shin bone, which is your tibia, just below the knee joint. Okay, So your upper thigh is the femur your tibia is your lower leg. And the reason why it's called the iliotibial band is because that's where it attaches. So once again, your IT band starts at the hip, runs along the outside of your outer thigh, and attaches on the outside edge of your shin bone, the tibia, which is just below your knee joint. So when we are talking about the IT band, we are talking about this band band of longitudinal meaning like lengthwise up and down fibrous yeah reinforcement that goes from your hip all the way to the top of your shin so that's what it is cool it's just a big thick fibrous band of connective tissue uh so what does it do so it does a lot of wonderful stuff so the main thing the it band does is the main purpose is to provide stability To the outside of the knee joint during movement.
0: And we talked about this in our knee episode that, like, the knee is really cool and joints are really cool because they let um, the things that they connect move in all sorts of different ways. But that also means that, like, any point in the body where you have flexibility like that is also going to be um, a point of potential weakness because, obviously, like, if you have a board that's gonna be stronger than if you have a board that's like cut in the middle and attached mm-hmm. yeah. with a hinge. Um, so our IT band you're saying is something that helps stabilize the exactly. knee? Exactly, exactly. Cool. Just like
1: I say, planks help to stabilize your lower back. right? So the IT band stabilizes the knee both in extension and in flexion. So when you're bending and straightening your leg. So what that means is it's, it's used all the time. So the IT band is literally used all the time when you're walking, when you're jumping, when you're running. Even if you're leaning forward slight, leaning forward with a slightly flexed knee, uh, the the IT band is the main is the knee's main support, kind of um, against gravity. So it's keeping things in place. It's keeping things stable, and it's very important. And it's used all the time. The IT
0: band fighting IT gravity band.
1: since the day you were born. <laughs> 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 so the great thing about the IT band is. It causes injury Kind of quickly But it's very easy to fix <laughs> <laughs> That
0: sounded like uh, um, I don't know If it was a Backdoor compliment or yeah, I know or Exactly what it you said kind of, It was
1: kind of A back end compliment To yeah. the IT band it's, it's like It's it's great because It gives us signs That something is wrong mm. um, But it's like it also the canary. sucks Because it gets Aggravated so quickly Especially mm. when people Go from zero To three miles Um after maybe, like, not having ran before or when people start an exercise routine or start doing some type of physical activity without easing into it, um,
0: it's going to get a little, a little tender. So this would be, a like... A tight. A common injury among normal people who, like, hold this idea in their head that, like, I could run three miles if I needed to or wanted to, mm-hmm. and then they go from zero to 60 in no time, and then they're like, why... Do, why do I hurt? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and, All right, and then so I normal say, people, oh, some of well, you. it hurts because you your IT band is super tight. And then they say, oh, my gosh, and how do I fix that? And then I say, here, take this foam roller, and then, bam, they're fine. So so that's it's a great thing in the sense that it is so easily fixable, and uh, it hurts very quickly. And so, it causes pain very quickly. But, like I said, very
0: fast fix. If what kinds of pain might we feel that would be a signal that something's going on with our IT band? Like where are we going to feel it? Pain in the knee? It's going to be the
1: knee, yeah. The first place you will notice it is the knee. Um, And then also I do want to clarify, the the IT band, notice I say it's a band and it's it's not a muscle. So Mm. people get that confused uh, pretty frequently. So it's actually not a muscle. We have our quads, we have our hamstrings. If you guys want a little bit more anatomy on those muscle groups. Uh, go and listen to those episodes because we've done, we've decoded both of those muscle groups. And that's another thing people confuse often. People use the word quad and they use the term hamstring, but they actually don't know what they're talking t- about. So people will say hamstring they think they're talking about the front of their thigh and then they'll use quad and they don't realize that that's, and they'll be referencing like the back of their thigh. Flip flop it. Your quad is always in front. Your hamstring is always in the back. So Anywho, the IT band is not a muscle, once again, it's it's a tendinous and fascial band. So lots of fibers there that just are not muscle fibers. So do a lot so, of people
0: probably think they have knee problems, but actually they have a tight IT band? Exactly. Interesting. This is so common. It is so common. And I love how common it is because uh, for those and people- you can fix
1: it? Because I can fix it. <laughs> and for those people feeling, feeling that uh, feeling the pain that is associated with IT band pain, it's so common. And for those of you who have ever felt that, for all of you like runners out there, it's so common. And it's also really nice knowing like, oh, you are not alone. <laughs> totally. You are not alone. Aww. So um, in terms of the very first thing you'll feel, it's an aching, burning or tenderness on the outside of your knee. Sometimes people feel a click, a pop, or a snap on the outside of the knee. Sometimes people will feel pain up and down their outer thigh. So those are generally the those are generally the feelings that are associated with an IT band that is well, since it's a tendon, we, we'll say strained. Mm-hmm. Strained, like strained is different than tight. Tight just means it's tight. Tight just means. Um, it is inflexible and maybe needs some circulation and it is possible to kind of stretch it and it is possible to roll it. A strain is if you did something and uh, say you ran way too fast and something happened that aggravated the tendon, maybe it ripped a little bit, maybe it tore, That that can be super common. So that is in the world of strain. So just to also clarify, tightness and strain, oftentimes people will say, oh, it just feels tight. Like, oh, my hamstring, it just feels tight. And then I'll ask them like, oh, well, what were you doing? And they'll be like, oh, I did a squat and I felt something like pop. I'll be like, okay, it's not tight. It's torn. Like if that's a strain, it's torn. Um, Don't stretch it because this Mm. is a quick tangent. Oftentimes we think something is Tight when we actually have overstretched and potentially torn it, and then the inclination is, oh, I need to stretch it more. Don't stretch it more. Anywho, but I digress. <laughs> Back to the iliotibial band. Um, mm-hmm. So what it's called? It's called IT band syndrome. I know, sounds much scarier.
0: Than it, it does, actually <laughs> is. but it's so also fun. very
1: direct. It is, yeah. It, it is very direct, and it just kind of um, it sums up everything. So we see it a lot in runners. Are there any mm-hmm. other yes, sports I, or activities yes. where you particularly see Definitely. it? Definitely. So it is mainly in these repetitive movement type sports, like running, cycling, and hiking, and walking long distances. So when it gets too tight, it can lead to swelling and pain around the outside of your knee. And it the problem is also because there's friction happening. The IT band crosses over your knee. Do you remember when I said that it, the IT band attaches all the way to your shin bone? Mm-hmm. Notice your shin bone is below the outside of your knee. So what's happening is when it gets really tight, there's friction. So As, it, like, your bones and stuff rub it's up like, against Yeah, everything's, it. like, rubbing up against each other. So there's friction where the IT band crosses over the outside of your knee. So, also, there's a, a fluid-filled sac called a bursa, which is something that we talk about because we have bursas, uh, like, in our hips. We have them in our knee. Um, and they're, they're little fluid sacs that help bands and they help tendons glide over the bone without any pain. So there's normally a fluid-filled sac called a bursa that helps the IT band glide smoothly over your knee as you bend and your straight as you bend and straighten your leg. But if your IT band is too tight when you skip warming up, bending your knee is going to cause friction. Then you go into your walk, you go into your run, you go into your cycle, you go into your hike, and then all of a sudden everything starts to swell, everything's rubbing, everything's tight, and that friction is what's causing the pain of IT band syndrome. Hmm. Yeah, knowledge bombs.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> cool. Well, um, so it seems like, like you said, it's like those repetitive leg movement. It seems like especially all of those things you mentioned are primarily like forward and backward yeah. type movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: this is mainly in the the frontal, um, the, the, the front. So we're not moving laterally. So we're not really talking. Yeah, that's actually a great question because I know a lot of times when we talk about knee stuff, like our knee episode, everyone listened to that episode. It's a really good one. A lot of times ligaments exist within the knee to help with lateral movement. The That's IT like side band, to side. Uh, yes, yes, thank you. Yes, uh, lateral movement side to side. The IT band predominantly gets recruited in the front to back. Cool. Uh, yeah, forward and back planes of motion. So there are other things that cause IT band syndrome. So if you have bowed legs, like if you're, if you're kind of like knock. No, bowed legs. Bowed legs is the the opposite of knock knees. Mm-hmm. So bowed legs means your legs kind of go out. Mm-hmm. I wish I could like pull up a picture of my friend who's bow legged. I'm sure they would love me to, <laughs> yeah. to show that. <laughs> right. No, but that's like his like defining feature. Um,
0: <laughs> <it's> not, <laughs> defining. not as a person. Yeah. And he
1: probably knows exactly who I'm talking about. It's a good friend of mine, and he's one of my one of my runners um, who was on Team Challenge with me, and I coached him for for many many years, and. It's just like the way his legs are. Mm -hmm. So they're bow legged. That means they kind of like go out a little Mm -hmm. bit, and it looks like you're running on the outsides of your legs. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, Mm and there's like a lot of space in between your inner thighs, that that causes some IT band pain. Just knee arthritis, of course, can cause IT band pain. If you have one leg that's longer than the other, that means one of the that you're off balance then, if that's the case. And if that's the case, like let's talk. Um, Because I have a great chiropractor who can help you with that. Yeah,
0: when I went (laughs) to see Dr. Laura, she said that because of tightness in my hip, one of my legs was longer than the other.
1: That's a great point. Um, So, when we talk about one leg being longer than the other, oftentimes it's not because you were just born with one leg longer than the other. If you have one leg that's longer than the other, it's actually most likely not because one bone is actually longer than the other bone. It is most likely because your muscles are imbalanced and chances are you have tightness on one side of your body. It could be anywhere. It could be in your hips, your lower back. It could be in your thighs and that's pulling and contracting, pulling and, contracting and that's what's causing one leg to be shorter. So another thing, rotating your foot or ankle inwards when you walk or run. Uh, rotating your whole leg inwards when you walk or run. So that's pronating. Mm-hmm. And then weakness in your abs, glutes or hip muscles. So... Going back to something I'm always like very passionate about, like when you strength train your body, targeting all the small and big muscle groups, so that when you do run, you are not dependent on your IT bands and like little tendons and and connective tissues to get you through it. This is
0: yeah. This is a perfect example of why runners need to strength train also, and you can't just run all the time because mm-hmm. um, if you don't have that um core strength and strength in the other areas that you just mentioned then it's going to make it harder on your body when you run yes. so runners you gotta do it you gotta do it yeah you gotta cross I think train. it's
1: yeah I think it's important and also why I like this I like once again this' a quick tangent but I I like thinking about movement and exercise in a completely like weight neutral way mm-hmm. like like oh you're doing this not because like it'll make you skinny or like you're not doing this like I don't know, like look a certain way, but it's really like for functional purposes and then acknowledging that you are doing these moves for functional purposes so that you reduce pain and that you feel better and pain-free and good when you do the activities you love, like running. So, um, okay. So say you have been, So you had friends come into town and you've been walking miles and miles and miles in New York City showing everyone around and you've been wearing like Converse sneakers and all of a sudden you wake up the next morning and the outside of your knee is like hurting a ton. Oh,
0: my outside of knee. So, yeah,
1: so that's one scenario or say you just took your first spin class in like God knows how long and you're feeling pain in the outside of your knee or you ran Central Park, woke up the next morning and like the outsides of your knees are super tight, super achy, You you feel like you can barely bend your knee. All of those mean, all of those signs, all of those scenarios, uh, that means your IT band is super tight, hopefully not strained, hopefully just really tight, used. Um, hopefully it's just some friction. What do you do? I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say this, you don't really need to see the doctor if you have IT. Like, like generally when it comes to all quote unquote injuries, um, I'll be like, yeah, of course, see your doctor. For a lot of things, your doctor will tell you exactly what I'm going to tell you right now. They're going to say, "Well, rest, ice, compression, elevation, and here's some Advil." <laughs> so, for the, the 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 human body has a great, it has so much ability. The human body is literally designed to heal itself. Like that, that's all it is. That's literally all we're here for. So, um, I say, you know, if you are feeling this pain. E- Don't worry about seeing a doctor unless you feel like there is really, really, really something wrong. So what do you do? Well, don't do the activity that- So don't immediately go out for another run, you're saying? Exactly, so don't immediately go out for another run. And um, you can totally ice your knee for a little bit. You can take a pain reliever if you want. But what I recommend, something that will literally take care of this very quickly, And then I'll talk about prevention in a second. I think I'm kind of, like, jumping ahead to treatment right now. No, that's now. good. So let's jump ahead to treatment right now. Um, you need a foam roller.
0: <laughs> what a surprise. Surprise, In
1: surprise. the words of Iago and
0: Aladdin, I think I'm going to have a heart attack of not surprise. <laughs> oh, I saw
1: the trailer for the live action you Aladdin did? the other day. Yeah. Ooh, It's going to be good. I'll have to yeah. see it. Not so, sponsored by Aladdin, by the no, way. No, no. That was a great reference to Iago from <laughs> Aladdin. So so we got a foam roll, you're saying. Okay. We got a foam roll. How so, do we do it? So foam rolling. I actually have some new tricks to this, actually. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad do you want to describe it? And I'll do the motions yeah, so even though can, we don't have a foam you can roller pretend right like, here. You can do it like, like you're pretend standing. Great. Okay. So here's what I've learned. Oh, also, you know, the classes I've been teaching at the sweatshed. You guys should all come take class with me. We have vibrating foam rollers, which are so cool and way more effective. Um, Anywho, so foam rolling. If you would like, listen to our episode on foam rolling. What is the foam roller? The foam roller is a tube of foam that was designed many, many moons ago by a physical therapist to create myofascial release, so releasing the muscle fascia or that membrane around the muscle um, so it loosens and stops gripping. So foam rolling is essentially giving yourself a deep tissue massage. We foam roll muscles to lengthen them, to loosen them, and we can also loosen and lengthen ligaments, and we can work through scar tissue if you have pulled something and it healed, and we can also work through muscle knots. That's in a... We literally could have we did a whole episode on this. So, so, so to foam roll your IT band, why we foam roll the IT band is because if it is tight, you can literally get it to loosen with the foam roller. Imagine a very wrinkled shirt and then taking a hot iron and going over the wrinkled shirt. All of a sudden your wrinkled shirt is loose and long and warm. That's exactly what the foam roller does. I used to tell people to just get on the foam roller, like, like just get on it, on your IT band, just anywhere in the middle of your thigh. I actually started at the hip now. Mm. So I started at the hip now because I've noticed in recent years that for a lot of people, it's too much when they just jump right onto their IT band, especially if it's their first time rolling and they feel kind of a a brief moment of alarm and panic because it does hurt. So I actually have been doing a different technique where, and then I also think that when that happens, your muscles just contract and tighten right then and there. So I technique technique like, ow, now. stop hurting me. Exactly. Yeah. So, so am I on my side? So you're yet? on your side. And I always say three points of contact. So, Joanna, your right forearm will be on the ground, your left hand will be on the ground, your right leg will be straight, and then your left leg is in front of you with your knee bent with the foot on the ground. So I'm crossing my
0: left leg over my right leg. Yes,
1: we'll include photos of this. Yes. And then you're gonna place the roller underneath your hip. Yep. And then you're actually gonna start with your hip because generally I find the hip is a little bit less painful. And then starting from your hip, you're going to roll all the way, moving your body all the way so that the roller travels while you roll. The roller will go from your hip all the way to the outside of your knee. And you're gonna do that about five times, five to like eight times aggressively, going up and down and up and down and up and down the entire longitudinal range of that connective tissue. So longitudinal, meaning the entire length of the muscle. Mm -hmm. That's to warm it up. That's so you don't feel that moment of panic or alarm when you just pop your IT band onto the foam roller and you scream out in pain. That was what I did the first time. The very first time I foam rolled my IT band, I was 22 years old. I still remember it like it was at, it was yesterday. Everyone remembers their first time. And uh, um, you can literally hear me screaming on the other end of the I was like yelping in pain. Um,
0: That's not gonna happen my to life. you guys.
1: No, it's not gonna happen to you guys. Everyone's like terrified right now. So then what you do, the whole point of that is to explore the well, whole point of that is to see where on your IT band you feel the most pain. Wherever you feel the most pain, that's where the problem is. That's where it's tight. Mm. So uh, oftentimes people will feel the pain pretty low on the leg, so close to the close to the knee. And if that's the case, after you're five to eight times of rolling up and down aggressively to explore, then you stay on the spot and you scrape through it. So it's the equivalent of my forearm just, like, going up, like up and down really small on that... Not, or on that part of your IT band that feels compromised, that feels, because you're working through it.
0: Should I hold my breath
1: while I do this? Oh my gosh, no. Yes, that's a great <laughs> question. Thank you, Joanna, because I can see you holding your breath right now. So we don't even have a foam roller, I but know. it's like your body feels I'm just like. Are you thinking about it? Yeah, we should go and grab one. So um, you want to take big, deep, I even tell my clients, I'll be like, do like Lama's breathing. And you hear Then I see them like squinting their eyes and they're like, <sighs> and I'm like, okay, just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. Cause your brain is going to start to panic if you don't breathe. So right. breathe kind of like just try to relax your body, take big, deep breaths. You work through wherever on your IT band, you're like really feeling the most amount of pain for a few seconds. Just keep scraping through like that part of the connective tissue where you feel the most amount of pain. And then go back up and down really big again from the hip to the knee again, five times. And you'll notice it is so much less painful Mm. because, and that's just kind of finishing everything off. And that's you also signaling to your brain, like signaling to your brain, oh, it's relaxed. And you actually feel it, you feel, oh, the muscle released. Or if you are foam rolling a muscle, But in this case, you'll be like, oh, my IT band, which is not a muscle, it's connective tissue, released. Right. So um, always start at the hip, roll up and down really big, like all the way, hip to knee, hip to knee, five times to explore, breathe. When you discover the spots that feel tender, then you go and you stay on them for a few moments, maybe like a minute Mm -hmm. or less. Scrape up and down, work through the knot, and then go back to five to ten times rolling up and down to re-lengthen out the muscle and then also to see if it released. Generally, you will feel it's much less painful the second time around.
0: I think of that scraping sort of like um, when a DJ scratches on a record. Yeah. like going, wicka, 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 wicka. That's
1: so great. That's actually like a fantastic metaphor. Thank you. A metaphor? Analogy? Uh, Visual? Whatever what, what's it the, is. What's the
0: word we're looking English for English majors
1: here. get at us. I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> get at us. Cool. So that's what you want to do if it's hurting. And guess what? Even if it's not hurting, you can do that as well. So <laughs> so uh, foam rolling, the IT band, you can do it at any time of day. You do not need to be warm to do it. You do not need to warm up. It is considered a warm-up. You can do it in the morning. You can do it before a workout. You can do it after a workout. You can do it at night. Or if you're like me, sometimes you do all four of those. <laughs> it's Daphne's like a, an overachiever. I love me some foam rolling. It's it's something I, I love, to, love to hate, <laughs> depending on the muscle group. Uh, So honestly, like if your IT band syndrome kind of just popped up and you're feeling that pain. Oh, also sometimes people feel pain in their hip too. Mm. Mainly in the knee, sometimes in the outer hip. Within three days, this could be gone. Within literally 10 minutes, this could be gone, which is very cool. I remember the very first time I foam rolled and I was feeling a lot of um, pain in the outsides of my knees. I actually hadn't even become a trainer yet. So I discovered it because of the interweb. This was 11 years ago. <laughs> and um, I started foam rolling because just in the gym in my, like, building at the time, there was one there. And um, within minutes, I was like, oh, my God, it's done. Like, cool. And um, and then, of course, now I know a lot more. But it could be done very quickly. The, 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 the quote-unquote injury could be done very quickly. If it's not, you need to continue to foam roll everything, focus on the fronts of your thighs, your inner thighs, your glutes, just keep foam rolling everything that should generally take care of it. Once again, we are talking about specifically like the outside of the knee. And um, and then if it's not gone within like a few days, continue to rest it. And then if it's not gone within a few weeks, you may need to like taper down on your activity level. And if it's like a month and it's not going away, okay, like then maybe see a doctor once again, it's not something you need to see a doctor right away. The pain, if it's super severe, go ahead, but generally we should be okay. So that's like the, the treatment plan. If
0: you do feel, if I'm doing rest ice compression elevation, am I ice, Where am I icing? So along I my
1: recommend so IT a few band. things. I, I recommend just the outside of the knee. Cool. And um, or if you do know there's a specific spot on your IT band, that is feeling slightly tender. Um, like for me, I actually have a spot kind of like near my upper, upper quad and my upper IT band that, um, I must've strained years ago. So sometimes mm. it causes me problems. So sometimes I'll ice it there. Mm-hmm. So that's a great question. Um, yeah. So that's the rice and the treatment, rice ice compression elevation. And now let's talk about prevention. Yes. Uh, What
0: is it? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah.
1: I love that. So it absolutely is, especially in this case. So preventing IT band syndrome. So a few things. Warming up before every single run. I'm going to talk about stretches in a second too. So a few things. When you are warm and rolled out before a workout, generally speaking, you can pretty much prevent this completely. Um, I know from experience, like I haven't felt that outer knee pain and like. A decade so you know so it's it's one of those things where if you are diligent about warming up properly before every single run you are able to prevent that pain from happening so warming up meaning foam rolling maybe before a workout um, making sure your muscles are not cold um, and making sure that your muscles and overall your body is warm uh, before starting physical activity Two. Make sure you ease into physical activity. So once again, going from maybe zero to six miles is not a good idea. Another thing too, this is my, my secret. Um, <laughs> when you are running, run with your feet a little bit further apart. like So just like an inch apart instead of right um, right next to each other. Mm. If you separate your feet just a little bit, just like the natural line of your hips, just not with your feet like totally touching. This has changed my running technique and the running technique of just like hundreds of runners that I've worked with at this point in time. Because what this does is it eliminates that friction completely. Because if you imagine like putting your feet kind of close together, you can almost visualize your IT bands going in a little Mm -hmm. bit at your knee. So just by separating your legs a tiny bit, the IT band is now going straight down. So that's my next little tidbit of um, tidbit of information. And then you can also stretch your IT band after you work out. There are IT band stretches. Um, the IT band stretches are, there are some standing and some lying ones, some lying down ones. So, in terms of the IT band stretches, a good one to do is just lying down on your back and doing a pretzel stretch. And then another stretch you can is that, do- Which one is the pretzel stretch? So the pretzel stretch is the one where you lie down and you cross, you're on your back, and you cross one ankle over your knee. And then what you do is you thread your hands kind of through the hole and you hug everything in.
0: So like a, that it's gets like called a, a figure four stretch? It's, it's a figure four or, stretch, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. i with a figure you. four stretch. Or a glute stretch, it gets called sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then another one is
1: if you were lying down on your back and say both legs are straight, then you kick one leg up in the air and you're kind of like doing a hamstring stretch, just cross that leg over your body a little bit until you feel a stretch going along the outside of your leg. I feel like we used to do this in dance class Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Totally. It's similar to just a regular lower back stretch where you like kind of hug one knee into your chest and you cross that knee over your body and you're in kind of like a yoga, like lower back twisty thing. It's like doing the same thing but with the legs straight, however, you will feel the stretch pretty much instantaneously. You don't need to let the leg flop over to the other side. And then the main one that you see every runner doing in Central Park you're standing, this is something you can do before a run, but only if you do it dynamically and not statically. I'll get into that. You literally stand up, you cross your legs, whatever leg is behind you, reach that arm up and then reach the opposite direction. We can actually try this. Do you want to try this Yeah, one? sure. Okay. So, Joanna's standing up. Okay, cross your right leg behind you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now reach your right arm up, and now reach to your left. And you can put your left hand on your hip. And then really push into your right hip and lean into mm. it. You're going to feel a stretch. Yes, going down into your entire, like, right side of your body. Yeah. You're also going to feel the stretch going down your right hip and down your right. IT I band.
0: do. Okay. Now I want to do it the so, other way. Now I'll
1: do it the other way. And then when you do this one before a run, I generally recommend, like if you do it after a run, yeah, hold it 20 seconds, awesome. If you're doing this before a run and you're not fully, fully warm yet, hold it for like two and then do the other side and then do the other side again for two and then do it like 10 times though. That's a dynamic version of the static stretch. So those are all the IT band stretches. Cool. And that's how you prevent um, IT band syndrome. So foam rolling, making sure you're warm, you can do some stretches before your workout in a dynamic way. Do stretches in after your workout in a um, static way. And then run. when you run, just like widen your feet a smidgen.
0: Cool. And you'll be good to go. Awesome. Well, I'm going to do a little takeaway here. Um, so our IT bands are the fibrous tendinous connective tissue that goes from our hips um, down the outsides of our legs um, to the top of our shin bones right underneath our knees. Um, And the tibia. Yes, the tibia, which is the T part of IT. Yes. Um, And uh, it helps stabilize the knee and stuff, especially as we're doing like forward and backward motions. Yeah. Um, And that is why it tends to um, start to hurt if people are um, like running or cycling or doing a lot of walking or hiking and they're either not warmed up or they... um, go from zero to 60 in 0.2 seconds. Um, and But the good thing is that even though it starts hurting really easily, it's easy to fix. And the first thing that we're going to do, or we can rice, rest ice compression elevation, um, but we can also foam roll. And I'll include um, some images about foam rolling, maybe a video about foam rolling the IT band. But we'll like start at the hip and go all the way down the leg a few times to warm it up. Then we'll do our DJ scratch over the spot that's the most (laughs) tender. And then we'll go back and do the long roll all the way across the outside. Um, And then uh, we're going to do dynamic stretching before we work out, static stretching after we work out. We're going to make sure that we're warm before we work out. Um, And uh, we're also going to do strength training, even if we think of ourselves as runners, so that um, we can support... Our bodies when we're doing those motions uh, with muscles other than just like putting it all in the IT band. Did
1: I get it? That was it yeah, that was a
0: great takeaway, Joanna. Every Thank time you. you do a takeaway I'm like, we didn't even need the episode. We did <laughs> know, <yeah>. we <laughs> did. There's so much more to talk about. Uh, cool, well if you have IT band stuff we hope that this is helpful for you. Um, if you are a person who thinks that you can't do certain things because you have quote bad knees, Um, Unless a doctor has confirmed that for you, um, maybe a thing to try would be like foam rolling your IT band and see if that makes a difference for you. Um, But obviously, listen to your doctor because I'm not a doctor. Uh, Cool. Thanks, Daphne. Thank you. is a feature we call this is crazy right where I bring Daphne something from the internet or media that I think is crazy and she tells me if it's crazy or not so this is one that's called I think you pronounce it the Dubro diet maybe it's the Dubro diet and I became interested in this one because it involves celebrities or like kind of celebrities so um this is a book that um came out uh recently, um, and it's selling super well on Amazon, of course, Um, and it is a book by um, a a former real housewife of Orange County, (laughs) and her husband, who is a prominent plastic surgeon who stars on the show Botched, and they are the uh, Dubros, or Dubros, so that's why it's named after them. Wow. So, this book is called The Dubro Diet, Interval Eating to Lose Weight and Feel Ageless, so they created it together. So I'm going to just say, let's focus on the fact for a moment that it was created by a plastic surgeon and a real housewife. We'll just start there. <laughs> um, so the plan is... I
1: mean, I yeah. Do you, do you watch Bravo? Are you no, you like? Oh, he's not really. on Bravo. I think he's on E. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Wow. Are you familiar with these people? I am, yeah. Oh, okay. or I'm familiar <laughs> with him because Botched is a really... The fascinating show. I've seen a few episodes of it. Um, but.
0: No hate on people who watch and enjoy no, it. No, 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 yeah, And no hate all. on housewives. I s- no, not at do all. Do your thing. Yeah, However, i never heard of Oh, wait, yeah, I do. I'm uh, a little suspicious of this book for reasons that will become oh, clear. Gosh. So, there's no calorie counting or macronutrients, so that sounds good, right? So, you focus on uh, three aspects of eating when, what, and how much. <laughs> That's like all the things that are a diet. Wow. Anyway. Um, So this is basically uh, intermittent fasting combined with low-carb eating. So it has three phases. Get ready for the names of these phases, Daphne. Phase one is red carpet ready. Oh, my God. Um, During this one, uh, it says it should be followed for two to five days. So you fast for 16 hours and then have an eight-hour refuel window where the recommended food includes uh, six to 12 ounces of lean protein, one to two healthy fat servings, half-ounce nuts or seeds, one dairy, uh, one and a half to three cups non-starchy vegetables, one small fruit serving, and a half cup of complex carbs. You can drink water, coffee, tea, and any zero-calorie drink, but no alcohol. You can also enjoy a savory treat, including a seaweed salad. Everyone's favorite treat. Oh, my God. All right, so phase two. But don't worry, because that phase is only for a few days. Phase two, summer is coming. Oh, boy. Uh... You do this until you meet your quote-unquote goal weight. Um, you fast for times rating from, uh, ranging from 12 to 16 hours. You eat the same foods as in phase one, but slightly more healthy fats, some more complex carbs. Plus, you can have alcohol in moderation. Oh <gasps> phase three, look hot while living like a human. So this is indefinite. Um, you complete a 12-hour fast five days a week, and then two days you do a 16-hour fast. Uh, The food is the same as in Phases 1 and 2, with the option of a cheat meal. So, Daphne. Oh, wow. Is this crazy?
1: (laughs) So, um, well, where do I even begin? (laughs) From a societal standpoint, there are so many things wrong with this. Um, I mean, it's just, it's completely using these terms like, well, getting, like, summer ready, like, red carpet carpet, ready, um, looking hot. Um, It's essentially, like, playing into like people who have this like deep desire to like be a celebrity or to think that their self-worth is based on those things like based on appearance based on their weight based on their bodies which in and of itself is an issue and if that is something that you're struggling with listen to like the last three podcast episodes (laughs) we've done um and we kind of like Do a deep dive into diet culture and why it's like the most damaging thing. Yeah,
0: Uh, I I sort of love that this isn't even pretending it's not a diet. Yeah, it's just like, this is a diet. It's called the diet, yeah. And and I don't mean love as in I promote it, but like at least it's not pretending to be a lifestyle. Yeah, and it's
1: like super dangerous because these books are sold and uh, people buy them and think that it's going to be like the answer. Like it's going to save my life and I am going to finally be hot. I'm going to finally be beautiful. I'm going to finally get everything I ever wanted in life because of this book because a plastic surgeon and a real housewife are going to tell me how they did it and they're going to tell me how they are famous and successful and beautiful and rich and um uh, have influence and power and status therefore if i buy their book and if i eat what they eat in the way they tell me to do it i will become them. right it doesn't work like that that's exactly what's happening um I know people's subconsciouses sometimes better <laughs> than they do. Like you know this plastic surgeon, like he's actually a really great plastic surgeon. You know, unbotched, sure. he's fixed a lot of really horrific things. Um, and he's like he seems like a nice guy on the show. You know, I'm not knocking them. I know though that this is something that. Uh, I mean, they're both at the height of their careers right now. They're both reality TV stars. And this is just like taking that to that next level where I'm sure they were like, it's time for us to write a book. You yeah. Know, let our legacy continue. So that's that's problem number one. Um, problem number two is, once again, this is a restriction diet. So it's cutting out a lot of things. And scary, it's bringing in intermittent fasting. Um, I'm very open now. I've spoken about this pretty much a lot like this last month, but intermittent fasting, although there is a ton of science to back why intermittent fasting is okay and can be can be beneficial from a health standpoint. Um, because if you look back at caveman, caveman did not eat three square meals a day. Caveman had periods where there was feast and famine, feast and famine. Um, it's okay for our body to go through some periods without food to give our digestion a break, to give ourselves a break. Yeah, that's all fine. That's all good. Um, But intermittent fasting is when you literally set a timer on your phone. There are apps for this. Um, I know I had them all. There are apps for this that uh, you start your fast and it's like, okay, the the, the app is on 16 hour countdown before I can eat again and um, or 18 or 12 or whatever it is. And this is literally the polar opposite of intuitive eating. It was the polar opposite of everything that I had worked really hard to teach myself for many years. And a lot of everyone says intermittent intermittent fasting is for everyone intermittent fasting is for everyone if you have any type of disordered eating pattern patterns or behaviors or history huge it trigger will trigger you into an eating disorder 1000% yeah. it happened to me and it happened to so many people i know not just women yeah. um and and initially like what was attractive about intermittent fasting what i liked about it was it was so unemotional it was mm-hmm. so like oh you just don't eat like just like freaking forget about it just don't <laughs> eat during the 16 hour window just go and live your freaking life and it was i i liked how like masculine it was cuz i i respond really well to that and um it, it, for me, it led eventually very, very quickly mm-hmm. into full-blown anorexia. So anytime you do get a, every, anytime you hear someone promoting something that is restriction and
0: fasting. Yeah. Just not eating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I get it. Like there's a lot of, so many doctors out there who are using fasting as like, ways of literally saving lives and I get it and like I have a lot of favorite doctors out there who still um, and and thought leaders out there who are promoting it it's if you have any type of uh, if you have had any type of trauma or any type of um, anything any history of, of a glimmer of like eating disorder behavior, like it will, it will throw you into an eating disorder. And I was at a conference in June in LA and, um, Donna James, who's an incredible psychologist and nutritionist. She was, uh, leading this like wonderful seminar for women. And it was just like all on like self-worth and it was just wonderful. Um, and then she flat out said that she, knows intermittent fasting is, like, hot right now. And she's an author. She's, like, a New York Times bestseller. Intermittent fasting is hot right now. And she was just, like, she was, like, no, ladies. Like, I am a clinical psychologist, and it is a gateway into an eating disorder. Yeah. So, like, honestly, at some point in time, I would like to do an entire episode on this. But, um yeah, so I know we went, like, way deeper no, but into totally. the, the Dubrow diet. And um, I hope <laughs> Heather and Terry Dubrow do not – Actually, if they hear this, and uh, fine, you yeah. know, like whatever. Well, and here's another but, thing
0: that we haven't even talked about. So the stuff they say you can eat when, you, when you're on your like eight eating hours or whatever, it's not enough food. No, yeah. This is basically like starving most of the time and then almost starving the rest of the time. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's uh, Yeah, it's just not enough. It's just bad news bears. Bad so. news bears. Mm-hmm. So Daphne,
1: this is crazy,
0: right? <laughs> I'm going to say yes, this is crazy. Don't buy this book. <laughs> Thanks, Daphne. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne. Our show is hosted by Daphne Yang and me, Joanna Shaw Flam. We're produced and edited by me. Our theme music is by Hannah vs. the Many, who you can hear at hannahvs.themany.com. We'll be back next week. You can make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to Just One More on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. For show notes, help subscribing, and to join us on Patreon, you can go to our website, justonemorepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, or you can email us at info at Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.